Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 17 of He Book, She Book. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And today we're going to continue with the fallout of Helen SL. We are going to again talk about Money in the Bank, the little bit of information that we found out from SmackDown. It was not a majority like we thought it was going to be. And then, unfortunately, we had more releases. More releases for WWE on the uh, front office side, on the talent side. Uh, the big ones... Fandango gets yeah. his release. Everize, who was just coming on, just starting to hit a groove in NXT, they're gone. Bollywood Boys, who we haven't seen a ton of, but we're you know, in the cruiserweight division, they're gone. Uh, fellow cruiserweights Tony Nice and Arya Davari are gone. Killian Dane is gone, the last bit of sanity. Other, Other than, than Nikki, Nikki Cross. Yeah. Marina Shafir is gone, one of the last of the four horsewomen on the MMA side. Shayna Baszler is the only one left of that. And... Some others, but the most important one, the saddest one, the one that really hit for us, Tyler Breeze it's gets his release. Crazy, and it it's really crazy that somebody that he's in NXT, he's been in NXT for a little bit now, and he had his main roster stuff. He wasn't really used a lot. Uh, he teamed with Fandango for a while, but losing Tyler Breeze really hurt for some reason. Well. It's because it's not just on the wrestling front. You're also a huge fan of Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah. And Tyler Breeze is half of Up, Up, Down, Down. So, like, what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah. So. Like, what's going to happen with Left, Right, Left, Right? I don't know. It, so, we have alternate universe that is within the <laughs> WWE universe. That is the Up, Up, Down, Down universe, uh, which is the gaming channel on YouTube for WWE, hosted by Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, one of his best friends in the world, is Tyler Breeze, mm -hmm. who helped him build Up, Up, Down, Down into the multi-million subscriber channel that it is. They have the Battle of the Brands. They have Uno every Wednesday with Adam Cole and Cesaro. And it sounds so ridiculous to say that I'm upset that there's not going to be Uno <laughs> on this channel anymore. But we don't know that. Hopefully they can come to some kind of... Uh, when they released Jessamine Duke, she was an up-up-down-down down creator. They still let her on the channel. Yeah, so the hope is that like somewhere there was a clause that said you can still stay with up-up-down-down. Down. But then you have Xavier Woods posting his yeah. appreciation post for Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze posting his appreciation post for Xavier I really Woods. think that Tyler Breeze like, got that call, and the first thing he did was post an appreciation post for Xavier. And it was just like beautiful and sad. And like well, then when Xavier's so came posts. out, I know, and it's just heartbreaking because this is like you know so cliche, but this is a family for these people. Yeah, for the guys, and yeah, the girls, not the not front us. Office, apparently. Yeah, the front office <laughs> couldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Tyler Breeze, one of the most loved guys backstage. We had Bailey tweeting about it. Uh, again, Xavier Woods, uh, the Everybody. wife of Brody Lee, posted a beautiful. Uh, yeah, she did, Mandy. Yeah, and this, it just it sucks. Yeah, releases are always tough especially for you know when we had Samoa Joe got released luckily he got brought back I'm hoping they do that with Tyler Breeze because like he's just other than being a wrestler he also owns a wrestling school like he yeah. can do something if you don't want him on screen have him backstage have him be a trainer have him be something where like 
He can still be on Up, Up, Down, Down. He can still be part of like the WWE because otherwise that man's career is not over. No, he's 33 years old. He's going to go he's somewhere. He's been around be for a used. while, yeah. but he's still only 33 he's years young. old. He's got a lot still that he can get. And it's it sucks because he is such a good just character. Yes. He's got so much charisma. He's so funny. And the fact that they couldn't find anything for him anywhere is insane, especially because he was one of those first real characters, real staples in NXT. Mm -hmm. And when he returned there with Fandango, it was like, you know, it's nice to see those guys come back down and they can help out with the younger mm -hmm. guys. I just don't see how getting rid of a guy like Tyler Breeze helps your company. It doesn't... Well, we said the same thing about Samoa Joe. Like, it doesn't make any sense why you would get rid of such big names. Like, even at this point, we kind of teetered on that with Braun Strowman because he's such a big name, such a big guy, but like... His character wasn't as good as like and he was Tyler getting paid Breeze. A, yeah, he was getting paid a lot of money. We don't know what Tyler Breeze's contract yeah. was necessarily, but yeah, that one just it that stung. one sucked, man. Yeah, that one really sucked. Well, you know what's funny? When we were talking about starting this podcast, and I started talking to a couple people about like you know exactly what to do and how to go about it, and how we were going to be talking about wrestling, and you know some people we know know about wrestling, some people we know know nothing about wrestling, and. It was funny that the people who knew nothing about wrestling knew what Up, Up, Down, Down was. Yeah, there's a crossover. Like, there's a huge crossover there. And I'm curious, like, I might reach out to some of those people and be like, what do you think is going to happen with Tyler Breeze now that, like, he's not, do you, like, would you be upset if he's not on Up, Up, Down, Down he's as a, a huge not part wrestler? of the channel. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's in 90% of the content that's produced for this channel. Yes. And that's, it, that's what's asinine to me is whoever made this decision... Well, apparently it was one of the the. Uh, yeah, they're what's blaming his name? it. They're blaming it on Nick Khan. <laughs> Nick Khan, one of the cons. But then there's you know it is Nick Khan. It's not Nick Khan. Mm -hmm. Whoever it is that you know is crossing these names off of a list clearly has no idea or no desire to care about things like up, up, down, down, or mm -hmm. even storylines that are ongoing. We had the release of a of a writer. Which we kind of saw coming. Well, yeah, because talk about people who don't care. She, in an interview, straight up said she didn't know anything about wrestling and didn't even really know who Bobby Lashley was. She didn't. She couldn't yeah. get his name right. So WWE writer, or former WWE writer, I'm gonna mess this name up. Kenise Mosley. Yeah. Kenise Mobley. Mobley Mosley. Uh, she got her release after an interview came out that she got this job and had no experience with mm -hmm. wrestling at all. Had no idea, again, who had no idea who Bobby Lashley was. You're writing on this show. That's your champion. Yeah. That's like writing for a show and not knowing who your main star is. Yeah, like it's one thing if you don't know who some random person is. Like, yeah. okay, you don't know who Reginald is. That's fine. fine. Good. Fine. I hope <laughs> right? people would Write forget. him off of air. Yeah. But like, you don't know who Bobby Lashley is. Not only is he your champion, he's been your champion for a minute yes, and, and he's going to continue room. to be your champion yes and how do you how do you say that that's your you got a brand new job on the wwe well, she's been there for a little bit apparently she's been there for i think over a year now oh i thought it was like a new job no but she's she been there was just for a little bit but like she specifically raw yeah right okay because apparently raw has their own writers and smackdown has their own writers and what i'm learning is they raw writers should sit in on a smackdown table writing one day and because just be like Oh, this is how you guys are making your show, show so good? Well, it sucks because I think it was last week or the week before we talked about, are there any women writers 
on the writing staff. Oh my god, and I forgot what? about that. There was. Well, she was and on Raw, she though. had no idea who the fuck Bobby Lashley was. That blows my mind. Like, I understand you want good writers on your show, but don't you want good writers who also know well, that's what the, they're yeah. doing and, like, what they're writing for? Well, that was the tipping point. She said that it was almost a prerequisite that... They didn't want people that knew what wrestling was. That they didn't want wrestling so fans. Ass they wanted, backwards. They wanted television writers. And then you watch the show and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, this these makes guys sense. don't know what the fuck wrestling is. Yeah. And Which is the reason why Raw sucks so bad right now. Yeah. And like SmackDown only having seven women and three of which aren't really even like we have two of which are the tag team. One is Sasha Banks and she's not even back yet. Yeah. So we have four women on SmackDown and it's still a better show than Raw. Well, you can see like the the TV writing shit with Raw. Yes. The Alexa Bliss storyline is so bad. It's also bad so TV. Raw is three hours long yeah. weekly. They never take any breaks. There are never a time off. So I understand when it gets to a point where it kind of like like we were saying like we're coasting, we're lagging the whole nine. Like I get that to an extent, but then when you find out that they're hiring writers that don't even give a shit about the content, really, like okay, yes, this is a sports entertainment. But it's also pro wrestling. Can we maybe make it about wrestling? Well, it's funny because Freddie Prince Jr. used to be a SmackDown writer years mm-hmm. and years ago. And he still loves wrestling. Still talks about wrestling so passionately. And that's a guy that was a Hollywood guy mm-hmm. who is a you know a Hollywood writer but also loves wrestling. Yeah. And it's almost like that is a problem now is that they don't want their wrestlers t- or they don't want their writers to be wrestling fans. But like that just... That says to me that you sense. just don't like your fans. Yeah, because the wrestling... That's like, like saying why that you want wrestlers I... that don't like wrestling. Yeah, why wouldn't you want the writers being... First off, being fans of what they're writing. Yeah. And second off, be able to relate to the fans. Like, the writers are so off base that, like, you're losing fans. Mm-hmm. People don't want to watch. And we all go through this phase anyway. We're in, like, you're young and you like wrestling and then there's, like, a part of your time where you kind of... Or a part of your life where you kind of fade out anyway and then you might come back later. But, like... You're losing a fan base because you're hiring people who don't know shit about it. And that's not okay. Like, now we have writers coming out saying that. And you're making the company look even worse. Well, that's how you lose your job. Well, yeah. So that no was shit. not a surprise release That was not a means. surprise at all. Like, when they started releasing uh, all of, like, these wrestlers, when, what's his name, Sean Sapp? Yes. When he put out that, like, there was releases coming, and I was like, if this writer is not on that, I'm going to be furious. And then, sure enough, you know, they started dropping names of the superstars, and then they were also like, this writer got released as well. Yeah. We can't have, you know, any weeks, apparently, without any kind of ridiculous news coming out. We can't have nice things. Yeah, we can't have nice things. I'm excited to see what happens with Matt Clement, Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a shitty one. It's one. He's that probably really... the only one that I'm excited to see what's next for him because everybody else, I'm kind of like, I either didn't really know the name or like uh, carrying. Uh, what's his name? Killian Dane. Yeah, I almost said Carrying Cross. He didn't get released. No. Uh, Killian Dane is. I mean, he was fun, but yeah, they weren't using him. They weren't using him. I don't really know if I would like follow where he goes. Like, if say he were to pop up on like AEW, I'd be like, oh shit! But like, I really wouldn't care. Fandango, I'm interested to see if he's just going to be done or if he's going to go somewhere else. Because I feel like he's always injured anyway. I don't know. He's got the personality to do something. That's the problem is he is always injured, but he does have the personality to do something. Like, throw him on commentary somewhere. Yeah. You know? That would be good. Make him a writer. No. I know. He likes wrestling, so. (laughs) 
All right, moving on. We're t- we got to talk about SmackDown. Uh, another interaction between Roman Reigns and Jay is Jay Uso is not here. No. Again, taking another week off. Well, Jimmy said that he doesn't. That when he finally got a hold of Jay, Jay said that he isn't coming back. But don't worry, Jimmy's here. Jimmy's turning into Roman's little bitch. Yeah, and just to, you know, it doesn't mean anything, but the Nobody's Bitch shirt is discounted on WWEshop.com for whatever reason. Uh, I'm not trying to read in the lines at all, but it seems like Jimmy is becoming somebody's bitch, and that somebody is Roman Reigns. Well, it's funny, because Roman kind of, like, shot it down at first. Like, he was like, what, you think you can be your brother? And Jay's like, no, I'm not going to be my, or Jimmy is like, no, I'm not going to be my brother. And then Roman's like, oh, so you can't do like what your brother can do? Like Roman's just being an asshole and angry and then tells Jimmy that like he has to prove that he's good enough to be the, Jay. Yeah, to be Jay <laughs> or to be like the right hand man of Roman. And Jimmy's like, what the hell does that even mean? So later in a backstage promo, Paul's like, listen, you got to prove it. We'll set you up with a match to prove that you're the right hand man. And for some reason, this match is. Jimmy Uso versus Dolph Ziggler to prove that Jimmy is the right-hand man of Roman Reigns. Well, we've talked about this. Dolph Ziggler is in that phase of his career where he's just the former world champion. Yes. And it's nice to beat a former world mm-hmm. champion. And Dolph is, you know, I'm a, I've been a huge fan of Dolph yes. for years and years and years. Um, I just love watching the guy wrestle. He's one of those guys that just, he's... He can be in the company for the rest of his life, it seems like. He's on a great contract. He keeps re-signing. They keep wanting to re-sign him. He's just a great hand to have, great personality, and a guy that they can kind of plug and play into whatever situation they need him in. And in this situation, they needed a world champion to lose to Jimmy Uso. Yes. And he plugged and played that role perfectly. Yeah, he did, because, you know, like Jimmy wins. And it's funny, though, because when he comes out, like, I can prove that I'm that I'm Roman's right-hand man and that he's not a bitch. Like, you are being a little bitch, he though. Is being like, a little and bit I'm, I'm mad about it because I did not want that to happen. Yeah. But, you know, Roman is backstage watching Jimmy, and Jimmy comes up like, what'd you think? What'd you think? Was it good? Like, what? Can you talk to me? And Roman just turns around and walks out for his state of the Universal Championship address, which, before we get into that, that, I do want to talk about Seth Rollins. Yes. Because Seth Rollins... And Bailey tagged up and went against Cesaro and Bianca Belair in a mixed tag team match. Correct. Not an intergender match. Correct. Because intergender matches, women can fight the men. We don't do that anymore because it's 2021 and women can't fight men. Yes. Okay. Except for Reginald. Reginald is allowed to fight women. Reginald's allowed. No other women and are allowed Naya to fight. And Nia is allowed to kind of fight men. Yeah. Because she's been in a couple things. Yeah. Um, but you know what's funny? They could have, with these two women, Bianca Belair and Bailey, they could have done an intergender here. Absolutely. Because Seth Rollins and Cesaro would have, the four of them could have wrestled each they other. Put, they could have put on a classic. They could have put on an amazing show. But mm-hmm. in the mixed match is if Seth is in... It's him and Cesaro. If Seth tags Bailey, Cesaro gets out, and Bianca and Bailey are now in. So they're going at it, and it's, I mean, Bianca had a promo before it even starts. And then Seth comes out, and then Bailey comes out, and then Cesaro comes out, and then eventually the match starts. And then Bailey and Seth get this win. Yeah. Well, they need, they needed that. They needed that win. Because Bailey gets a win over Bianca. 
which it's been a while. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like we're not necessarily running it back. I don't. I don't know. We didn't. We did not learn enough of what's going to happen in Money Money in the Bank bank on the SmackDown side. We learned a ton on the Raw side. Yes. So Bailey and Seth end up with this win, and then Seth goes backstage to Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville and says that. In Roman's state of the Universal Championship, if this is about his next opponent, you're looking at him. Yeah, and it was very lucid, Seth. Like, he wasn't crazy. Yeah. He was very like, I'm ready for another go here. Yeah. I want Roman. I'm the next in line. Nobody here is good enough for him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, back to when we were talking about Roman, the state of the address... It was so weird. The state of the Universal Championship address... It's a mouthful. Him, Roman, and Paul are out here talking, and Jimmy's here, and blah, blah, blah. Actually, I don't even think Jimmy was out yet. It was one of those things where, like, when you see that there's going to be a state of the universe champion address, you know that it's going to be interrupted. You're just wondering, who is it going yeah, to be interrupted? Yeah, Seth's going to come out. That's the thing. That's all I kept thinking. It was like, he was going to say something, and Seth's going to come out. Because Paul is going on and on at this universal address saying that Roman has beaten... Kevin Owens, he's beaten The Fiend, he's Daniel beaten Bryan. Daniel Bryan, he's beaten Edge, he's beaten everyone, everyone put that they way. put in front of him. He hasn't beaten Seth. Yeah. So, is Seth going to be the one that comes out? Yeah, and Seth wants it. And Seth wants it. Earlier in the night, he's next in line. Mm-hmm. So, we're waiting for Seth's music to hit. And Seth's music does not hit. No. Instead, do you think you know me? Yeah. <laughs> the out comes Edge. Edge is here. Edge is back. Edge is looking crazy. Oh, oh, He's got the first beard. Off, first off. Looking about Edge as intense as it gets. always looks crazy. Yeah. Edge has the craziest eyes I've ever seen on a human being ever. Oh, yeah. He is always... And when he just, like, cranks it up to max, like, he is insane. Well, I thought it was funny because he comes out and Roman looks like he's seen a ghost. Right. Because we haven't seen Edge since what, Mania? Yes, because like, it wasn't like, Roman didn't have fear on his face, but it was like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> I, I didn't, nobody told me that Edge was here. Nobody told anybody, I don't think. Because first off, we thought, we talked about this, or I talked about this on our last episode, on the Hell in a Cell episode, that Sasha Banks and Edge were announced to return on July 16th. Yes. So, in our heads, Edge isn't coming back until July 16th. Mm-hmm. And then... Up pops Edge today, which I love surprises. I love them. Yes. I said this before. It was before. nice to have a surprise I, I think Becky Lynch needs to be a surprise. It's I a think, shame it wasn't in front of fans, but I agree I get with it. that. I think that the WWE really ruins returns by announcing them. Even Eva Marie's yeah. first match. You did not need to tell us 12 hours beforehand that it was going to be against Naomi. Yeah. It could have just been a surprise at the show that it was against Naomi. That would have been fine. So the fact that they surprised us two, three weeks in advance with Edge was amazing. Yeah. And Roman Reigns either had zero idea or he's a fantastic actor. Well, that's... so. Edge comes down, and it's funny because like he does pause for the pyro because yeah. they had the pyro. They had the, they had all of it, the smoke, the pyro, everything. And then like both guys, jacket comes off. We're gonna brawl. They have it out for a little bit. Edge gets the upper hand. This, you know what? Jimmy does come down and try to help. Jimmy does right. come down Jimmy and try to help the whole time. Edge spears him through the barricade. Yeah. Roman gets away, and then Edge is just he. It's funny. He's screaming at the camera, "Where are you, Roman?" As if he can't just turn to his right. Yeah, and see him on and the look ramp. At Roman at the ramp. But either way, but, Edge is the last one standing in the ring. Yeah, and. We found out on Talking Smack 
mm-hmm. after SmackDown, Edge went to Adam Pearce and Sony Deville and did not ask for a Universal Championship match, demanded mm-hmm. a Universal Championship match. And that is what we're going to get at Money in the Bank. We're doing Edge and Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. And Seth got skipped over. Yeah. We didn't, they didn't even, they're like, yeah, okay. Edge cut in line here. Yeah. And the rumor has been for a little bit now, and that's why this was an even bigger surprise, was we were getting Roman and John Cena at SummerSlam and Edge and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Yeah, well, this makes sense. This lines this it up. This perfectly sets up Edge and Seth Rollins, because mm-hmm. who's more pissed right now that Edge is here? Is it Seth. Roman that has to face him? No, it's going to be Seth. It's Seth that just got cut in line I, after he you know, literally just put his name in the basket. You know what's crazy, too? I already said this about uh, Edge, where, th- like, literally, look at this man's eyes. He just got, like, crazy eyes. Like Yeah, there's it, nobody in the scary. history of wrestling that conveys more emotion in their eyes yeah. than Edge. Uh, other than recently Seth Rollins. Maybe. Because Seth Rollins... Listen, they, listen they when Seth was great... doing that whole thing with Cesaro, when he curb stomped him twice, and then, like, afterwards, and he was having, like, this fucking mental break, and started, like, shaking... I think you walked out of the room for this, which is why it's not just, like, drilled into your brain the way it's drilled into mine. Yeah. When he was, like, shaking Cesaro on the stretcher, I was getting Crazy Edge vibes from him. So, like, now I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, Seth... Like, Crazy Seth versus Crazy Edge well, would so, be like, beautiful. It would these, be amazing. They have these career paths, Edge and Seth Rollins, that are so similar. Mm-hmm. They started out in groups, a trio, specifically, mm-hmm. and... They broke off, and Money in the Bank is really what made them the main eventers that they would become. And now they're multi-time champions. And then they did have a small interaction years ago when Seth was with J&J Security, Uber Heel. He's killing it with the authority. Edge had pretty recently retired with the neck injury. Yeah. And Seth's feuding with John Cena, and they hold Edge down. Seth's going to murder Edge. I remember how upset you were. Because it was just, it was weird. It was yeah. like, we were really going to just murder this <laughs> guy? You like, don't hurt him. <laughs> and it was a matter of, like, John Cena had to bring the authority back, or Seth Rollins was going to murder Edge. And we never got any payoff for that, nor did we think we could, because Edge was retiring. Yeah. Or Edge was retired. Now Edge is back. Years and years later, if they bring this up, awesome storytelling. Yeah, we can full circle this. Yes. If and they, you know what, though? If they don't is... bring it off, it's going to annoy me. But this is on SmackDown. So, like, knock on wood, we have a little bit better of storytelling going yes. on here. Yes. So, like, maybe, just maybe, somebody will remember. That's the thing I think is my biggest issue with WWE writers. They forget the storyline that they already did, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Cool. It is a lot. So, going X amount of years back, that's a lot to remember what you already did. But maybe it's written down somewhere and they could just be like, oh, Seth and... And Edge have a history with X, Y, and Z. Let's talk about that. Well, one of my first thoughts was that what do they do with the championship with those four guys? Because you have, if you're going to pair Roman with John and Edge with Seth Rollins, are we doing Roman versus John Cena for the championship? Yeah. Because then you have, if John Cena wins, he's the all-time record holder for most reigns. Or... Do you take that title off of Roman at Money in the Bank, put it on Edge, and then you have Edge and Seth feud? Or do you have Seth win Money in the Bank, cash in that same night, beat Roman or Edge, and then you have Edge and Seth feud? There's so many different ways they can go with just these pair of guys. I do not think that Seth should win Money in the Bank because nothing is going to top 
Seth's already cash in of money in the bank. He does not need yeah. to do that again. He does not need to do it again anytime soon. I agree. So I think that if anything, it would be John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the championship. And then it would be Seth Rollins versus Edge for a championship opportunity. Well, uh, I don't. I, I either way, I think Seth Rollins is going to screw over Edge at Money in the Bank, and that's how we get yeah, that'd be good the match at SummerSlam because Edge again gets screwed out of his one-on-one title shot that he earned yeah. at Royal Rumble. And I, it's going to be crazy. There's yeah, there's a lot of possibilities here. It's nice to have Edge back. It's just, nice to have actual things going on on yes. SmackDown mm-hmm. that are interesting, that make me want to like watch. watch? Yeah. Uh, including next week, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to have a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Mm-hmm. Is It is a last man standing match. Yes. For a shot at the Money in the Bank well, contract. The, they'll be, yeah, they'll be in the ladder match. So the rumors have been that Kevin Owens is going to take time off. Yes. This is as good a way as any as to get him off TV. I'm excited. And we do want like, Sammy in the Money in the Bank. And it looks like, because um, Sammy Zayn won last week, he didn't really have a match this week. It was just him talking about yeah. next week with his match, the last man standing match with Kevin Owens. But if it is true that they're writing Kevin off, this means that Sammy is going to win. Correct. Which makes me happy. It means yeah. he's on a little bit of a winning streak. I love Sami Zayn. I love his character. He's just like a crazy, paranoid dude right now. Love uh, I love it. I think he's just all around a phenomenal wrestler and piece of the WWE. And like he, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I'm happy to see him in Hell in a Cell. I, we talked about this last Money week. Or Money in the Bank. Yeah, I just, I'm very excited to see it. Well, I remember when we watched this, He's backstage and he's going on his rant and he's looking crazy. He's got this long beard going on and he just gave off such Mick Foley vibes to me. Like old school. Yeah. Like just Mick Foley. Not necessarily Cactus Jack or Mankind or. No, he just, just gave in general. Off Mick Foley vibes because he's just. He just is that right amount of crazy where like he is very good and he knows how good he is. Mm-hmm. But there's just something a little bit off where, like, he's willing to go past where most people would be like, I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. Sammy's l- willing to go just a little bit Do you mean, like, wrestling-wise or just, like, in general? Just, like, in terms of, with Sammy, I believe that he would do anything to win that Money in the Bank ladder okay. match. Mm-hmm. And just like how Mick Foley literally did anything yes. he could <laughs> for, just just for a spot on the card. Yeah. Like I think Sammy has earned that, and his the char- the charisma is coming out of him mm-hmm. in just a different way than it ever has. Well, during that whole thing where he was, I don't, I don't even remember exactly what he was saying. Something about being like the universe's messenger or something, and the whole time when he was like, "I'm not exaggerating," and I don't exaggerate, and blah blah blah, and he's talking to Kayla, and I'm just sitting here like, "Fuck, I love this guy. Like yeah. I love him." And then at the end of it, you turn around like, "Yo, he was basically McFoley here," and I was like, "Oh." It just there's something about it. It makes sense it. then, because Mick Foley's like my number one. I love Mick Foley, yeah. everything about him. So it makes sense that Sammy Zayn, I'm just sitting here like, shit. Yeah, him and Kevin Owens will go at it once more. Yeah, and again, last man standing match. You can do it a thousand times, and I'll be happy every time. Yeah. So basically, one of the one of them is going to have to kill the other. Yeah. And the winner gets to go to Money in the Bank, where we also have one other qualified person. Can you believe that? On the that? SmackDown side. On Raw, we had three 
men announced and a match for the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And on SmackDown, we had one man announced and a qualifying match for another one. It's honestly better the way SmackDown's doing. I know. I know. Because like, it gives us, us more shit to look forward to each week. Raw gave us too much too soon, and it's annoying that... We have to wait for that fourth one. Well, not that we have to wait for the fourth one. The fourth one's going to be one of the one of the ones that, that yes already. Yes. SmackDown, and none of those men need to be in it. Drew, Randy, and AJ do not need to be in it. Yes. To get into this match. Yes. So it makes it even like more meaningful that like Sammy and Kevin want to die for this, basically. Yeah. And Big E is in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yes, it was him versus Apollo Crews. Yeah. Yeah. So Big E pins the Intercontinental Champion clean. Yeah. Well, that was after Aziz got... I don't know how they didn't get DQ'd because Aziz got involved and then the ref threw Aziz out. I was thinking he should have been disqualified and yes. Big E should have won anyway. Anyway. And a couple... I mean, it only lasted like a few more minutes before Big E won, yeah. but... It didn't make any sense why we were like, wait, how did, like, Dan and Aziz just attack Big E? How are they still, yeah. But, yeah, Big E is in it. So we have Big E, we assume Sami Zayn. Yes. And then on the Raw side, we have Matt Riddle, we have Ricochet, we have John Morrison. uh, And then you have three more spots. Yeah, and one of those spots might be Randy, Drew, or AJ. Or it could be Jinder Mahal. Ugh. For whatever Those reason. four names, none of them need to be in it. And this is coming from somebody who is in love with Randy Orton. Yeah. None of them need to be in it. It's nice to have Randy in it because, like, the, just the marquee name in there. And that could be AJ. That could be Drew. It could be any of those three yeah, but ads. I, a I would bit rather have Jeff Hardy in there. Yeah. This is, like, this is a ladder match and you were not putting Jeff Hardy in it? Well, I mean, AJ in it would be great. Drew would be weird just because I don't... his. His, well, we already talked about Drew yeah. last week. It doesn't make sense that Drew is even allowed to be in the Money no. in the Bank when he's not allowed to go for the title. Yeah. It doesn't okay. make any sense. It doesn't. You know what else doesn't make any sense? The fact that Sonya Deville comes out to announce the first entry on the women's side yeah. for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm-hmm. Not the women need to have a match. She well, just comes out like, hey, this person's already won it twice, which no, she didn't. James Ellsworth won the first women's Money in the Bank. Well, here's the thing. You're not going to have the most beautiful Ugh. woman in all of WWE not in this match, right? Mm. So, of course, Sony announces Carmella, yes. two-time Money in the Bank winner, is going to be in Money in the Bank this year. It, I hate that they call her the two-time Money in the Bank winner because, it's like, so the first one just has an asterisk. She is. Like, yes, she is, but the first... Women's Money in the Bank ladder match was won by her little guy, James Ellsworth. Yeah, but she won. Mm-hmm. It's the same way Eva Marie won the first match that Dewdrop was I'm in. I'm so mad that she's not in the Money in the Bank. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but so we've talked about this before. It's funny because when Sonya Deville came out to announce the women, we were just like, okay, just name the three that are here. Yeah. Like name the only people that can even be in this match. Yeah, would be because Carmella, Liv, and Bailey. That's it. That's pretty much it. Because you have roster. Bianca as the champion, so she's going to have a match at Money yeah. in the Italian, Bank. Italian Tamina are your women's tag team champions. So Sasha's maybe not here. they'll have one. Sasha's not here. You unless have you're just in it, unless Sonya's in it. Ooh, I love Sonya. Yeah, but I don't think. I think she's. No, I think she's just going to be like an official. I don't think she's coming back to wrestling anytime soon. So then Liv comes out. She's mad. Yeah, because she beat Carmella last week. She did. But Carmella beat her the week before. So we figured. We literally said this on the last episode. 
we're going to set up Liv and Carmella again this week. We yeah. have to have a rubber match. We but have to have I one. figured it would be those two against each other as a qualifying match. Yes. I didn't think that it was going to be Carmella just... I think that's what Carmella most sane just, humans Yes. Yeah. I didn't think it was just going to be Carmella gets handed a spot and then Liv gets upset and then they get to wrestle for a possibility yeah. of Liv being put in the Money in the Bank. Liv won this match and it was not announced that she's in Money in the Bank. Correct. She might be. Yeah, she, she still has not. Herself? She still has not been announced. I hate that for this Money in the Bank ladder match. Still, Carmella is the only one on the SmackDown side. It's so, crazy. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. But Liv has to be in this match. She has literally to literally and figuratively and in every other Ivly. <laughs> she has to be in this match because there's no other choices unless we're bringing up NXT people, as we've discussed. But we'd have to bring up three NXT people. But I think we are going to do Bailey and Bianca NXT again. People. You know, we'll probably whatever. run that back. And I don't saying, know if unless that Sasha comes out Bailey. like soon. Well, Sasha's supposed to be on the first, or she's going to be on the Go Home show. She's going to be on that SmackDown, That's the first the live SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Money in the Bank is the 18th. Mm-hmm. So maybe she does declare that she's in the Money in the Bank, in which case she becomes the automatic front runner to me. Yeah. To win it, but yeah, they just did, they did the women's side in a very weird way. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have qualifying matches, have qualifying matches. If you want to just announce people, announce people. Don't announce people and then have a qualifying match, but that qualifying match is just a qualifier for the qualifying match. Because they were just like, Liv needs to prove that she's good enough. Which is stupid. Which is dumb. It's bizarre. It I, It's so, so confusing. And I guess, like, the reason that they did it this way is because they don't have enough women to just have a shit ton of qualifying matches to make these spots. Yeah. So they had to just announce Carmella, then like start a fight between Liv and Carmella and put those two against each other. But at the end of that match, when Liv won, they should have been like, Liv is in Money in the Bank. But instead they were like, did she prove herself? I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. It was so weird. But either way, we'll find out more on Raw for sure. Yeah. And then we'll find out, I guess, at least one more for the men's side on SmackDown next week. Yeah, you know, we didn't talk about one thing that happened, which I'm actually shocked that you don't that you Well, I figured that was next. I haven't talked about yet. It's the only thing that we that we need to talk about uh left for SmackDown is the coronation of Shinsuke Nakamura. Kingsuke Nakamura. Oh, that's hilarious. Is here. He's got his crown. He's got a nice little white outfit on. Boogs is here, of course. Of course. Pat McAfee's losing his goddamn mind. So Again, standing. With the water, he's never. This man is never sitting down. Now he's standing in his chair, Correct. on his wheelie chair. Yep. He's standing mm-hmm. and just smacking water bottles and pouring water bottles all over himself. Yeah. Pat McAfee is the missing piece. He's what makes the WWE so good. He 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 helps SmackDown so much. So much. Just from a like, and it's crazy because we we're literally talking about we open this show with. WWE doesn't like fans of the product being writers. Yeah. But Pat McAfee is obviously a huge fan of the product. Huge fan. And, and guess what? killing these it fans, on commentary. These fans are eating it the fuck up. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. And I remember when Pat McAfee was had that, like, uh, he had that feud with Adam Cole. Yes. And I remember that was kind of the first time I ever started to really pay attention to Pat McAfee. Because I was like, oh, okay, like, this guy knows a lot about wrestling. He has this, his whole show. And then when he became... A announcer i was like okay i'll give him the benefit of the doubt because i don't really you a know him to warm up and though. it did because you were so hyped for him and i was just like shut up yes, like i don't been... know who this is like shut up let me let yeah. me learn about him and then 
now I'm sitting here like he's the missing piece. Like he's what we needed. We need that on Raw side. Um, I'm happy that they did get rid of the announcer. They didn't know anything about wrestling. And then they brought in Jimmy Smith. But I still don't know enough about Jimmy Smith. And he is not Pat McAfee. Well, it's nice that Jimmy Smith on Raw, you don't notice him. Yeah. That's a great announcer to Mm -hmm. have. Is you don't even notice really that he's contributing. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's not overbearing. Like, you still have Corey Graves being the personality that he is. Mm-hmm. You have Byron for their two back and forth. Ugh. He's kind of just like the wrangler in between. Yeah. Like, his personality doesn't have to shine. He's just the guy that's, you know, he's going to call the match in the ring, and then these other two guys will provide the color. Yeah. That's all we need. No, we need Pat McAfee. Well, yeah. But Pat McAfee is like an angel baby. One he of my concerns is, now that we're going to be touring, I know that he was in, he was talking about he got brought into a meeting... Uh, via Michael Cole to a meeting he had no business being in. But Michael Cole apparently has taken a, a pretty good liking to Pat McAfee. That's and great. And likes pa- being paired with him. But with them touring again, Pat McAfee has a daily show on ESPN. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting is do they give him an area similar to Up Up Down Down where he can record his show in the arenas they're going to be um, running these shows out of? Or is he going to have to fly back and forth between studios? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of traveling, which would be, I'm sure he's, you know, it's up to him whether he wants to do that or not. Yeah, and some of these people can handle that. Yeah. And they've done it before and they can handle it again. Mm -hmm. I do think it would be better to do it the way that like Up Up Down Down is set up, where it's set up in the arena somewhere. Yeah. But who knows? Because yeah, he's not going to be doing like the live shows. He's just doing the the TV shows and it's just one day a week. But either way, SmackDown... Solid show. Mm-hmm. We didn't learn a ton, but we did have a huge return. We are setting up the Seth Rollins and Edge angle. We don't know what Cesaro's doing yet. I assume he'll be in the Money in the Bank, and I think Seth will be in there with him. Do you think Corbin's going to be anywhere? Corbin's going to be sad, just backstage. Corbin's so sad He's already. He's back to this being Baron probably... Corbin. Caleb with the like, shot. Adams came up. Right King, at his throat. I'm sorry. Wait. Baron Corbin. Yeah, and he was so sad. He, he was sad. Just, like, Genuinely sad put his head down and was like, what's the point? And just walked away. And it was the first time ever that I was like, oh, Barry. Yeah. Like, I th- I don't care about Baron Corbin. And I gen- like genuinely felt bad for him. Well, I think they're they're setting up, I think they'll do the King of the Ring. And if yeah. they are smart, they will do everything they can to make Xavier Woods happy. Yeah. Now that they've destroyed Up, Up, Down, Down for no goddamn reason. They took everybody from him. But, like, he gets like, Joe back, which is nice. Yeah, but they, for, out of all of these releases, so many of them were up, up, down, down people. Yeah. So many of them. And, yes, he gets Joe back. We all get Joe back. That is a beautiful gift that WWE gave us. Yeah, that was nice of them. But you lost left, right, left, right. Yeah, it's going to be, I, I hope there's a way we can keep Breeze there, but. I don't know. Another so, another rough week. Yeah. So for, let's just talk about wrestling. Money in the Bank for a second. We'll go through who we have. So on the men's side for Money in the Bank, for Raw, we have John Morrison, Ricochet, Matt Riddle. And then we have possibly Randy Orton, AJ, or Drew, whoever wins that qualifying match on Monday. On the SmackDown side, we have Biggie. Mm-hmm. And then the winner of Sammy versus Kevin's, Kevin Owens. So probably Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Leaves two spots open. We, I think one goes to Cesaro. Yeah. And I think the other... I think it's got to be... Either it's an Uso, or it's Seth Rollins. 
Yeah, I feel like those are our only options. And I think Seth will come out next week just pissed. Yeah. That he he kind of he took his guard down. He went to them and said, "I'm ready for my opportunity." Yeah. And then they just gave it to Edge for just because Edge asked. Yeah. As if Seth didn't ask. Maybe Seth needed to demand it. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe Seth needed to be a little bit more forward. And that's going to be a problem for the rest of this roster if Seth has to be more demanding of things. And he's going to he's going to mess this match up. Yeah, he is. We're going to get and Seth and Edge is going to be a great it's match. It's going to be a banger. At set, on SummerSlam. And it's going to be so good. Yeah, this is going to be cuz I think there's no real surprises now for I think for the money in the bank on the men's side. The women's side, however, we have options. Yeah, because for the women for Raw, we have Naomi, Asuka, Alexa, and Nikki Cross. Yeah. And then Great great four. Yes. And then for SmackDown, we have Carmella. What maybe live? We don't know. We don't know. We well, we still let's, have let's put Liv in there. All right. So Carmella Liv, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Then we still have two spots open. And we literally do not know what's going to happen with those because we don't have enough women. Mm-hmm. So are you going to put Natty or Tamina in there? I don't think so. I don't think so, right? I feel like no. they would be going against Mandy and yeah. uh, why do I always forget Dana Brooke's name? That's so crazy. They're gonna be. I think they're going to be going against them. Yeah. We have to pull. But somebody I also up. think because who is Bianca going to face? Are we doing no? Or like, is Bianca taking the night off? Is she facing Bailey again? She's not the type of champ to take the night off. Yeah, but. We can't do know. Bailey again. We just had the blow off in a hell in a cell. You can't. It doesn't do make any sense. One. It doesn't make any sense. We have no idea what's happening with the women's. Because then event. you put Bailey in there, and then there's one spot left. Yeah. And. No idea. Maybe Sasha, but like again, if Sasha, if you put Sasha in there, you assume Sasha wins. Yeah. Right, and I would rather her not be in there for that reason. Yeah. Because I would like to see either Liv Morgan, or Nikki Cross win the women's money in the bank i want to see sasha come back and challenge bianca for a match i don't want sasha in money in the bank i want sasha as the the opponent for at money in the bank at money in the bank yeah Yeah, for the championship do that i think that would be fun um but then you have that other spot open do we bring up do i mentioned i think that would be a great choice i think that would be great or do we fill with more raw women I mean, you could because there's so many. Yeah. I, but we, again, we're running back Charlotte and Rhea for the thousandth time. Yep. So you can take those two Ugh. out of there. I guess Shayna is a possibility to put in there. Yeah. Or Naya. Naya. I don't know if Naya wants to climb ladders. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. There's... So then the only matches that we have announced, like you said, Charlotte Rhea or Charlotte versus Rhea. Yep. Uh, we have Kofi versus Bobby Lashley. Correct. And then on the SmackDown side, we have Edge versus Roman. I mean, already solid card. Yeah. Fresh matchups for two of the three. Two of them, yeah. Charlotte and Rhea, you know. Again. They'll be whatever. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not going to be crazy excited about it, but. Yeah, I mean, they're great wrestlers and they're mm-hmm. going to put on a good show, but it's just. It, their repetitiveness isn't as good as, like, say, Sami Zayn's and Kevin Owens' repetitiveness, where, like, I could watch that every week and never get tired of it, whereas I'm already tired of Charlotte and Rhea. We'll watch it. Like, Charlotte and Rhea could use some more, like... Because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are so good with each other because they've fought each other a thousand times. Yeah, Charlotte and, and Rhea, 
they're so close. Like, if they had live events, Mm -hmm. like house shows, where they could kind of practice against one another, it'd be better, but they don't have that. Uh, But either way, we'll find more out about the Money in the Bank side on Raw and on SmackDown. We did have some NXT. We watched a little bit this week, and we watched AEW. Yeah. Jungle Boy can't quite get the win over Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's reign continues. He's going to have such a long reign. Yeah, there's nobody... It's so annoying. There's nobody really set up for it. I guess they can they can build up Hangman Page Yeah. as they continue to do. Uh, for that, Andrade still angling for some kind of title shot. It looks like Miro next week will defend his title. Um, and then on NXT, Adam Cole... I don't know if they're going to just keep him there forever. But, yeah. God, the guy is just... I love watching Adam Cole. Johnny Gargano and The Way have been incredibly entertaining. Him and Austin Theory are just an amazing pairing. But we're going to get out of here. Another long week of wrestling. A lot of news. A lot. We had a huge return. So many releases. So many releases. My and heart just like best hurts of luck for to Tyler all Breeze. of those guys. Uh, I'm sure all of them will be just fine. They'll land on their feet, especially guys like Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Yeah. Uh, they'll find their spots. And... Yeah, that's our show, guys. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on the socials at HeBookSheBook. If you want to follow our personal accounts, it's uh, BeccaMC. There's three A's in there. I think yours is MT Lianza. Give us a follow. Make sure you listen every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. See you guys.